This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to the My Favorite Murder Minisode. And the lights go off. It's a series of cl- a clapping podcast. Learn to clap correctly. George is going on vacation tomorrow. That's right. In real time. So. Um, so here's your minisode. So yeah. So here's your last final push of work before you get to go on vacation you know vince and i cannot stop singing that even though it's a christmas fucking hawaii song (laughs) it doesn't matter the only one we know it's and it feels good it does feel good okay so i'll go first do it this is a mini side where you send us your stories of misfits and mayhem (laughs) wow yeah um okay so (laughs) real quick backstory in 2007 and I had just gone out of a bad relationship and I was at a desk job. It was boring. I hated it. The thing I did all day was read blogs and I fucking loved them and they uh, inspired me to start my own blog and start writing and fucking rest is not history. It's just my life. Mm-hmm. But uh, they helped me a lot. And one of my favorite blogs was called The Blogus. This girl, woman, Jenny Lawson, uh, wrote it and I just thought she was so fucking hilarious when she was also really open about her mental health issues and it just really helped me a lot. So now she's my fucking friend on Twitter and she fucking messaged me and told me she wants to tell us her fucking hometown murder and it's just, it, I got really excited. So Great. here it is. Do it. It's Jenny Lawson, The Blogus. She wrote the book called Furiously Happy. Everyone should buy it. It's on top of my CPAP machine right now and I'm reading it. So uh, she says, hey, y'all, I love your show and have listened since the beginning. I didn't fucking know that. You are the sound, the weird soundtrack to my life. Please do not put this letter in between inspiring, brave survival stories because it will make me sound even stupider than I am or do whatever. When I was 21, I bought a junky ancient washing machine from this guy who scavenged broken appliances and refurbished them. (laughs) It probably would have been a really good deal if the washing machine didn't break every couple of months, but the repair guy was really nice, and when it would crap out, he'd come over to our house and fix it for beer money. Uh Uh He seemed nice enough, and I lost track of how many times he came to fix the washing machine. Not a euphemism, this isn't porn. About a year into having a personal terrible washing machine butler the washer broke a final time but this time it still worked but it would make these horrific noises whenever it was on it sounded like someone getting murdered low groans that moved into a blood curdling scream and then started over again 
It was super unsettling. And once a neighbor came to the door to ask if I'd check her mail while she was out of town and the washing machine was screaming from the back of the house. And I had to explain that it was not a serial killer, that I was not a serial killer and that my washer was the person screaming. I'm not sure if she believed me, but when I told her to come inside to see, she declined. But I'm not sure if it's because she believed me or because she knew this is how you end up chained in a sex dungeon. (laughs) Fair play to her, really. I called the repair guy, but he was MIA. And so I had to live with the washer that was, that screamed at me like a lunatic while I waited for him to return my call. But turns out that he was not returning my call because someone else had called him to repair a wash, his, a washer and murdered him. <gasps> Apparently the girl he was dating had a jealous ex. So the murderer called in a fake washer emergency and stabbed him to death. Oh no. And then I got freaked out because my washer started screaming the same week he was murdered. And I was convinced our washing machine was haunted by the soul of our murdered repairman. A friend who was Catholic stole a big gulp of holy water from her church and we dumped it in the rinse cycle to try to free his soul. But it didn't work. My husband says that's because the sound was from a pipe going bad and not a ghost (laughs) in the machine. But I was pretty sure it was probably both of those things. So I said a prayer for him and the washing machine and we traded in for a new washer that was less terrifying. To this day, that possibly haunted washing machine is why I don't like to do laundry. And also, I'm really lazy. Hugs, Jenny Lawson. <laughs> Whoa, I totally thought it was going to be the repairman. That was such Whoever a good you, mislead. A, a repairman who you give beer money to is like bound to be a murderer. Well, and also somebody that's supposed to be a repairman, but it keeps breaking. Right. It's, it's like, like doing so it on he's purpose. doing it. Yeah. To get into your house. That's then, awful. I know. It's so sad. So like it really was this nice repairman who just wanted beer money. Yeah. And he got murdered by this new love of his life's ex. Horrible. Yeah. All right. The subject of this is the time I woke up to a cokehead watching me sleep. <laughs> hey guys, very new listener, but I've been binging episodes for the entirety of my eight hour shifts and absorbing hours of murder each day. Thank you so much. When I graduated high school, I almost immediately moved out of my parents' house and was living with a roommate right outside the bad part of town. My street was relatively calm. In fact, all of the police presence in the neighborhood was caused directly by my next door neighbor. He was a drug dealer. He and I had very few interactions saying hi at the mailbox, waving if we got home from work at the same time, him offering me free Coke if I come to one of his parties. I never took him up on it, not because I'm one to turn down free drugs, but because something always seemed a little off with him. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I grew up as a murderino, so I've always been, a- been very careful to lock the doors and windows at night. Very good. Girl. One night after double-checking all the doors, I take two sleeping pills mm. and go to bed. Night-night. A few hours later, I start to wake up, which was weird because when I take sleeping pills, I'm usually conked until morning. Because you take two. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. When I woke up, I rolled over to check my mm. phone. I looked down on the floor and my neighbor is sitting on my floor <gasps> watching me sleep. Oh, my God. After taking a minute to process what was going on, I push him out of my room and downstairs to the door, which is still locked. Since I was foggy from the sleeping pills, it took me a solid 30 minutes to remember that I should call the police. (laughs) By the time they arrive, his car is long gone and his driveway 
Oh, from his driveway. The police arrive and immediately notice that the garage door has been pried open. Since he was long gone, the officers said they'd keep an eye out for him and keep a, a patrol car stationed at the house. They never found him. What? Needless to say, my roommate and I moved out of that place the very next day. Yeah. I later found out that he had just previously been arrested for sexual assault <gasps> and had several warrants out for his arrest. As, um, as it turns, he fled to Colorado after he broke into my house. House. A few months later, he was in a horrible car accident and broke his pelvis. So even though he hadn't been charged for breaking into my house, I felt like I got a little <laughs> bit of cosmic justice. I'm so lucky that for whatever reason, my cheap sleeping pills decided not to work that night yeah. or God knows what would have happened. Remember to lock your doors at night and know that having a garage is basically a death wish. So you no! can SSDGM Phoebe. Oh, no, I don't want to worry about garages now, too. That's not it's not true. Yeah. Plus, you just lock the door to the garage. Exactly right. And put one of those things under the doorknob that they sell, you know, a chair. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, the ones that look like a crutch. It's like a, and you stuff it under the doorknob. Yeah, there's just, there's plenty of ways to, to get all get all up in your house. The best is to get a pit bull. Yes, I highly recommend several dogs. Yes, okay. Let's do, uh, okay. The son of Sam tried to kill my aunt. Shit. We get a lot of, the. my mom almost got picked up by Ted Bundy's. Yeah. But this is the first son of Sam one I read. So in the 70s in Yonkers, no intro. Oh, <laughs> just it just gets right in. 100%. Not even a greeting. No. In Yonkers, New York, my aunt was almost shot by David Berkowitz. My aunt Patty was blonde, was a blonde, beautiful teenager from Yonkers. <laughs> I don't know why, like <laughs> you like, love that. Like Yonkers is a place, <laughs> and then blonde, beautiful teenagers live there. I imagine Patty was chewing was the type of person who would chew gum and smoke at the same time. Oh my god, loudly, mm -hmm. both. One day. Uh, during the summer, my aunt and her friends were hanging out on a stoop. My aunt was sitting and her friend was standing right next to her. Uh, they were just hanging out, probably chain smoking, when all of a sudden her friend gets shot right in the kneecap. Fuck. No one saw anyone or knew why her friend would get shot. Not very long after, David Berkowitz was found and police guessed that he was going to shoot my aunt, but missed and hit her friend's knee that was right next to her head. Shit. I only found this out because my dog Zilla, a six-month-old mastiff, yawned and it sounded like she said hello <laughs> i made a son of sam joke which just like when i read that i was like i love you yes uh she said i made a son of sam joke as one does and my dad just plainly said he almost killed aunt patty <sighs> this is why i'm reading this one because this person michaela is sitting at home with her dad and her fucking dog, the dog yawns and it <laughs> sounds like it says hello. And her joke is about son of Sam with her dad and her dad. It, like, that's just who and, we, it's who we are and who, what I want the, our listeners to be. And also that that there's, this is clearly not a family story. Yeah. Her dad's like, oh, now that you mention it. Yeah. Like, now, nobody cares. we're going to talk about son of Sam. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, he almost killed Aunt Patty. Hey. Aunt Patty. I meant to tell you. You know your Aunt Patty? I lost my shit and had to know everything. Well, I immediately thought of you guys when I heard it. <laughs> Thanks for reading and making my commute a million times better. SSDGM, Michaela. That's amazing. Yeah. A talking Mastiff would be the best thing ever. I mean, shit. All I want is a dog that, go, that you know, roll, roll. I love you. I love you. You have to get a Husky. Apparently, they're the ones that do it the Huskies most. Huskies are the ones. Yeah. I love you. They speak English. Dude, send us your Husky saying I love you. <laughs> I say it at Elvis all the time. I wrote, like, trying to get him to say it. To say it back to you? He won't. 
Uh, okay. okay. The subject line of this is surprise party with my friend and a fugitive. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I spent my formative years growing up in a suburban part of Austin, Texas, known as Westlake Hills. In 2000, I had just graduated from high school and my friends and I were going to throw a surprise party at my parents' house for my friend Colin, who happened to live across the street from me. Mm-hmm. As part of the party preparation, a friend was supposed to take Colin out for ice cream and then stop by my house to see if I was home to hang out. All of our cars had carpooled and parked way down the street so he wouldn't see familiar cars outside my house. Mm -hmm. About five or six friends and I were hanging out at my house waiting for the last party guest, Clay, who was arriving late. We were just chilling watching TV when a special news report came (gasps) on saying that someone had just been stabbed in the parking lot of the mall that happened to be about maybe two miles away from from my house the assailant had fled the scene and police were currently on a manhunt for a guy wearing a gray t-shirt and black shorts oh my god i went to lock the front door because i'm not a goddamn moron <laughs> and right then clay pulled up in his very conspicuous classic car and started to come to the door i yelled park down the street dumbass this is a surprise party <laughs> clay Karen? Got- <laughs> Gareth? Is that you? right it's the austin me Clay got the message and drove off, and I locked the door and got back to the news. We realized about 15 minutes later that Clay hadn't come back yet. Parking down the street should have taken five minutes at the most. We joked that the fugitive had found him Mm. and Clay had been abducted. Then 20 minutes Mm. passed, and we realized that... um, that might actually have happened and we were being dicks and so we started to worry about 25 minutes after leaving to park his car a very sweaty clay rang the doorbell and we asked him what the hell happened he explained that because he's batshit crazy he decided to park nearly a mile away in an undeveloped part of the subdivision and then run home Uh another sign of batshit craziness running for fun Love it. <laughs> Since he had been at work, he had no idea that there was a fugitive stabber on the loose. Oh, I thought he was going to be the fugitive stabber. And that running to my house might not be the best idea. Yeah. Then he proceeded to tell us that the weirdest thing happened. Oh, my God. When he was running in the completely underdeveloped, undeveloped wooded part of the road, a random dude just jumped out of the bushes <gasps> and started running away. Clay, being a, the obscenely pleasant person that he is, said hi to him. Oh my God. And the creepy bush dude kind of waved and said hey and then sprinted away. What the fuck? When we asked him what the guy was wearing, without prompting, he said a gray shirt and black shorts. Why? And that's when we told him that he had just exchanged pleasantries (laughs) with a guy who was on the run from the police for stabbing someone half an hour before. Oh my God. Once Colin arrived, I think he enjoyed the story of Clay's brush with death even better than the surprise party we planned for him. Later that night, they did catch Mr. Stabber and the woman from the mall survived with minor injuries. He apparently wasn't even good at stabbing. (laughs) I have more stories from my time as a prosecutor. Yes. But I'll save those for another email. Can't wait to see you guys in LA on Halloween yay stay sexy don't run alone at night Kim that's a massively great story twists and turns I thought Clay was going to be the murderer right you heard that and then your friend knocked on the door wearing gray shirt and black pants exactly and then you're like but we invited him so should he still come to the party yeah Georgia is there anything scarier than trying to log into an account and it tells you that your password is incorrect. And then you try again and it's the same thing. And after a few more failed attempts, big red letters appear saying you've been locked out and your account is suspended. That happens to me all the time, Karen. But 
scary password stories can have happy endings if you give 1Password a try. 1Password is a user-friendly password management system. It's trusted by consumers, families, small businesses, and large-scale enterprises. If you're tired of being the family member everyone texts for a streaming login or the unofficial keeper of all those shared work credentials, it's time for you to pass the torch to 1Password. They allow for secure login sharing. With 1Password, you can securely store more than just passwords, autofill everything from usernames to payment details and personal info. They'll also notify you about potential data breaches. 1Password saves everyone time. And in many cases, that save time equals money saved. The accounting department will thank you. Don't just listen to us. I mean, you should, but don't just do that. The Associated Press uses 1Password to secure their sensitive information in high-risk areas. Right now, our listeners can get a two-week free trial at onepasswordcom MFM. That's two free weeks at one, as in the number one, password.com slash mfm one password.com slash mfm goodbye okay this is called sometimes things hidden in walls come out on their own Ooh, blood um hi hi (laughs) (laughs) when my brother and i were younger we had a lot of pets my brother had a number of snakes over the years but only one was actually memorable the snakes never had names for some reason but this one was a corn snake that was about 12 inches long when we got it and had a brown gray coloring anyway one day my brother notices that the snake isn't in its cage anymore (laughs) this had happened before with other snakes and they would turn up a few days later Maybe it's because you're using a cage. <laughs> yeah. uh, so everyone kind of met it, meh, met it off and figured it would turn up uh, or get out of the house and we'd never see it again. <laughs> this sounds like the fucking definition of the 80s. Yes. We're like, no, oh, corn snake, whatever. Right. Fast forward a few years now and my brother and I are at, our, are at home with our 70 something year old 70 uh, something old lady babysitter. We're sitting in the living room watching TV. The living room has a fireplace which covers an entire wall. It's fucking 1970s. Yeah, that's nice. From floor to ceiling with gray brown brick coloring, uh, colored brick. Mm-hmm. So we're watching TV and I get bored. So I'm staring off into space and notice the fireplace bricks are moving. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just my imagination. So I snap out of my daydreaming stance and it's the snake. <laughs> It's a whole lot bigger now, like four feet long. So he must have been eating good all those years. <laughs> and hiding in the wall. He'd been living in there. <laughs> how terrifying. Also, this is Vince's worst night. You know, he can't even like, if we're watching TV and a snake comes on, he, he can't deal to look away. No, Shit. He, he says, tell me when it's over. Um, so I casually pointed out like, oh, there's a snake. And the babysitter loses her shit and starts <laughs> running around saying she's going to call the fire department or whatever. <laughs> My brother and I are still like, meh, and just tucked our feet up and kept watching TV. (laughs) The babysitter called my mom and she comes home. My mom walks in like a boss ass bitch and grabs the snake with her bare hands. (laughs) This thing is freaking mean now. So it's trying to bite her when she grabs it. Of course, my mom isn't a professional snake grabber. So she grabbed it in the middle of the body instead of behind the head. So it could twist around and try to bite a lot easier. No. My mom wrangles this thing into a kitchen pot and puts the lid on it. And then they right it could get it could get air like for any of the fucking pita people anyway she taped the lid on the pot and my brother wrote corn snake bites corn snake bites (laughs) on the tape the next day we took it to a local pet store and sold that fucker for like 500 bucks yeah anyway keep what keep up what you're doing alexandra (laughs) 
<laughs> that might be the best things in the wall story we've had so far. And it doesn't even really count. <laughs> don't sometimes don't judge your story. Just send it to us. So, okay, like, so that, sometimes things hidden in walls come out on their own. Like how could Steven not open that email? It's so good. Yeah. But, but also the idea that the snake gets out of its aquarium or whatever, hopefully glass walled container. Uh-huh. And then just is like, I'm staying in this house. There's that fruit bowl over there. I'm sure they have corn somewhere in the house. Mice. Like, and I'm then sure it's like a mouse oh, yeah. every now and then. Right? Some kind of bugs or whatever. Yeah. But then just like goes Makes full camouflage. I bet it lived in that fucking brick wall for years. But I mean, like they stared at it. Yeah. I love that snake. I love that snake too. Have you seen, I've sent you that gif of the, that insane huge snake and the woman catches it and <gasps> it's like girls in Australia. Yeah. And she's just like cash near, it's like they're next to a lake. Yeah. They're and like this camping. Crazy snake. Right, Steven? Comes at her from the water, right? Yes. It's, Look up that like lady catches snake gif. Unless it's, you're Vince, who doesn't listen to this fucking podcast anyway, so yeah. he's not going to do it. He doesn't like anything about this podcast. <laughs> All right, we're going to end on a, on a a self proclaimed uh, lighthearted. Okay, uh, lighthearted. If you put lighthearted in your email, that's always helpful too, because then we know how to end on something. Yeah, exactly. Or in your subject line. Okay. Uh, so it's the subject line is golf wielding grandmother lighthearted great um hi karen georgia steven and animals i stumbled upon your show recently and it has made my commute to work and law school so much more enjoyable i did the um i did make the mistake of listening to your episode about the leaf man too close to bedtime and ended up sleeping with the lights on because obviously murderers wait until you turn them off (laughs) (laughs) But otherwise, I'm so impressed with your wonderful mix of humor and tragedy with these dark and fascinating stories. thanks. Thanks. My hometown isn't about a murder, but an attempted robbery. One day, my grandma phoned to say that she was in the hospital for a broken arm, which on its face seems rather ordinary. However, the story comes out that my grandma woke up in the middle of the night to noises coming from down the hall. She lives alone and doesn't have any pets, so she knew something was up. Mm -mm. Naturally, she grabs one of my grandpa's old golf clubs, (gasps) sneaks out of her room to investigate and finds a large man (gasps) rifling through her things in the living room. At this point, most people would call for help, but apparently my badass grandma thought that she would handle the situation on her own. After all, she had lived through World War II in Latvia before she... That's where my family's from! Is that right? Yes! Fuck yeah! (laughs) So... Uh, yeah. She was forced to flee to the U.S. as a teenager after some of her family were killed. Yeah, she doesn't Shit. fuck no, around. She's not fucking she's, around. She doesn't scare easy. Uh-uh. So she looked around her house to make sure the man was alone. Smart. Popped uh-huh. out her with her golf club raised and started beating the thief <gasps> over the head while shouting at him in Latvian. Good girl! He was so startled and probably concussed that he <laughs> dropped what he grabbed, resisted the grandma attack very briefly, which is when my grandma's arm was broken, oh my God. and then fled into the night. He was never caught by the police but thankfully he also never returned afterwards my mom gave my grandma a lecture about the importance of calling the cops the risks of attacking intruders without knowing if they are armed or not and how she could have made an escape instead my grandma promised that she would be more responsible (laughs) but when we visited her next we discovered that she had placed a golf club in every room of her house oh grandma anyways you're awesome so make sure you stay sexy and always carry a golf club love erica oh my god Fuck yeah, Latvian 
grandma I doesn't mean, take shit. She couldn't have hit that hard with that, right? Like, I mean, probably no. just surprised the shit out of this dude. Yeah. Well, it probably hurt and maybe like knocked him a little yeah. senseless, but yeah. And then also this woman screaming at you in a foreign language. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. incredible. <laughs> and I like that one. Yeah, I do too. Those were all amazing. Those were great. All and listen, them. any story you have that's fucking crazy, just send them to us. My favorite murder at Gmail. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Want a cookie? Ah.